Here's a message from Ken Lavica. Now that we've had a weekend to reflect, are we fully happy with the spring of South Florida? Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. I'll say this I am not nearly as despondent, upset, morose. As I thought I would be spending a weekend watching Instagram videos of drunk nuggets and drunk nights celebrating championships at the expense of the Heat and the Panthers. I thought that I would be completely turned off, disgusted, disdain, feel that pit in your stomach, Stone. You and I talk about that all the time when things go poorly with your sports team, that pit, that despair. Actually, I felt okay. I felt I felt okay. And I think after having a weekend to reflect, it's uh it's it's time to fully compartmentalize what we just went through over the last several months here in South Florida. Ken Levick alive on a Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3 for ESPN app and on your smart speaker and in John Levine Action and Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, off of the hot, I mean just the grossest intracoastal. Stone the it's Friday Night Lights Radio Life Partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 in his regular Tuesday spot. And I am back. I am... Well, I guess kind of refreshed after a nine day Caribbean cruise where, damn it, did I get in at the right time? Because now the places that I visited are about to be hit by a hurricane. Oh, yeah. So uh, St. Kitts, Nevis, British Virgin Islands, Tortola, my apologies, my condolences. That's going to suck. But thank you for the hospitality when wow. I was there last week. That's right. You, that is great timing. Uh-huh. But, but man, you know, Ken leaves and then things just go to record. Yeah. That's not that's no good. That's well, no bueno. Leading into uh, last week. And again, all of ESPN West Palm decided to take vacation last week um, with with the Heat and the Panthers still in a championship hunt. I don't feel as badly as I did going in. I felt guilty. Uh, I was telling my wife that what a bad look this is for me. Uh, semi-successful midday radio host, Palm Beach County Treasure Coast with the Heat and the Panthers and the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup Final. I can't believe we're going on vacation. Um, what a bad look on my part. I don't feel as bad because I got on the boat and the Heat and Panthers didn't win another damn game. I, I, they 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 gave us nothing to really talk about after that. So you know what? Everybody went on Good vacation. vacation. Everybody. everybody, right? Yeah, Heat Panthers. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy's in Brazil now. He went on vacation. <laughs> uh, you're right. We were all ready to take a load off, man. Yeah. So you can't knock yourself. You just were ahead of it. Mm-hmm. Like imagine if you would have canceled your vacation to stay back. Yeah. And the Heat and Panthers still chose to go on vacation. You yeah. would look stupid. So so this was me walking uh, through uh, the. I'm trying to remember names of the ship. Aft, the forward deck, walking through my muster station. I don't know. 
It's a, it's a uh, boat. With this, with this Royal Caribbean cruise that I was on, floor five, that was like the... Uh, that was the, the main point of the ship where there's the shops and the clubs and the bars and all this, whatever they called that. So this was me walking through the, uh, the fifth level of the, uh, the uh, Mariner of the Seas, Royal Caribbean, okay? And um, not a worry in the world. Uh, heat lose game four. I knew it was done after that. Um, Panthers... They can't get that. They nearly had another Kachuk with half of his body uh, functional. Almost had another game-tying goal in game four to force overtime where we knew the Panthers were going to win if that happened, but it didn't. I knew it was over when I found out Kachuk wasn't playing game five. So honestly, for me, not a worry in the world. Me, drink in one hand, double tequila lime. Just because I'm on a cruise, I'm not deviating for what works, right? Come on. I got someone trying to hawk me a watch. On the uh, the other side, some duty free on the fifth level of the ship as well. <laughs> you didn't fold. I uh, didn't fold. Didn't fold. Uh, I, I I showed strength. Uh, my kids just doing what they do. <laughs> Whatever. But you know what? Not a worry in the world. Not a worry in the world. As I walk through the fifth level of the uh, Mariner of the Seas, Royal Caribbean, wishing, wishing that someday I could go to floor 11, the adult portion mm. of the pool deck. Adults and only. get some re- re- relaxation. Uh. Unfortunately, your boy relegated to the, uh, the family section uh. of level 11 and the pool section. Uh, I'll have cruise observations uh, from my nine days. I have a lot I need to, to get off my chest later in the show, one of them being hot tub rules. And we're going to discuss, because this is a very important discussion that I've been wanting to have for days, hot tub rules, because I fear, I fear that the sanctity of the hot tub is being invaded by children, and I think that that's a gigantic problem mm. in the grand scheme of things. But back to the Heat and the Panthers. So everything unceremoniously comes to an end. Gentlemen sweeps for both. And now we've had a weekend to watch the Knights party in Vegas and the Nuggets. How disrespectful is that to Denver, by the way? No partying in Denver, just partying in Vegas. Yeah. They went to Vegas. They went to hang out with the Knights. They went <laughs> and completely ignored Denver. And it all, it, it, Jokic, after the Nuggets win the championship, he talks about how uh, he's not excited about the parade or sticking around. He's, he's ready to go home. Yeah. And then he goes to Vegas for a couple of days, and he's shirtless, and he's Connect. force-feeding uh, Bruce Brown shots. He went on Instagram and, uh, and was saying how, how 15 bleeped him up. Yeah. Uh, he was hungover. I, I don't know what Jokic was giving me to drink, but I'm completely hungover. Uh, just completely ignoring the proud city of Denver. So that actually, I thought that was hilarious. And just like we did with John Denver. Because we were playing John Denver yeah. music, and he's not even from there. He's not even from there. You know where he's from? Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah. And he had a home in Aspen. Not even, not even, <laughs> not Denver. even Denver. Not even Denver. Not even anywhere really. Aspen's not that close to Denver. Now yet. I see why Mike Malone felt so disrespected. That's even right. his own team. By the way, Nuggets. Can 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 I mention something about the Nuggets? If you have a championship parade, right, and you you downed the King, you downed LeBron on your way to an NBA championship. One thing you absolutely cannot do during your championship parade, your championship rally, is continue to reference. LeBron James, because you look like losers. You won the championship. You vanquished LeBron. There's no reason at all to mention LeBron during your championship speech. That's just loser stuff from the Nuggets, and I'll say this, Jimmy would never. 
<laughs> Jim, Spo would never. Jimmy and Spo would never. That's just loser stuff from the Nuggets. And you open yourself up to the LeBron James Instagram post. Ooh, oh, yeah. He trolled him hard. He trolled him hard. That was tough. While vacationing. He's talking the, the, the lame machine just keeps going. Like he's going right after Malone, the right after the Nuggets. The lame machine just keeps going. Uh, it's just not a good look. You beat him. Yeah. You beat him. You already did your work. You don't need to continue to reference him. Okay? Um, but I now that I've spent the weekend consuming videos of these celebrations, it's disappointing that there's not a parade down here for the Panthers at Sawgrass Mills or through Sawgrass Mills, right? It's disappointing that there's no parade down Biscayne Boulevard. And one thing I'll say about these things, championships are great. Championship parades are so overrated to be at. Of course. So overrated to be at because there's so many people and then it's hot down here and it's, it's, just, it's just bad, right? Um, I don't think, though, even... Though FAU didn't win a championship, buzzer beater, Final Four, and I think they would have hung and scared the old living hell out of UConn in the national championship game. I maintain that because they were a, a tougher matchup for UConn than San Diego State was, and I think they were a tougher matchup for UConn than Miami was. But FAU didn't win a championship. Miami didn't win a championship. The Heat didn't win a championship. The Panthers didn't win a championship. But honestly, with so many memories with all of these teams making these deep runs and all of these unbelievable moments, I actually feel great about the entire thing. It's awesome to hoist a trophy. It's awesome to win a championship. And it might sound like loser talk for me. And it might sound like, uh, well, all that matters is the memories we made when you fall short. Like, mm-hmm. Fine, I get it. That's loser talk. But to have all four of those teams do what they did, if I could trade off... Those four postseason runs for a championship, one championship, and everybody else bounces early in their postseason, I think I may very well take the coming close and not quite getting there for all four of those teams. I, think about it. To me, the Heat beating the Celtics Game 7 in Boston, that's my NBA championship. The, the Nuggets series made me feel nothing. I felt nothing compared to sticking it to those guys after the Heat take care of the Knicks, after the Heat and a 56-point Jimmy Butler performance beat the Bucks in the first round. This Nuggets series made me feel nothing compared to what I felt through fleeting moments, not even game two in those other three series. Yeah, but again, like, the beating Boston in game seven, that's championship stuff for me. I'll take that. That was my title. Have a damn... Parade down Biscayne Boulevard for that. You're wild. Uh, going to Toronto and beating them on their home ice to take down the Maple Leafs and just that entitled fan base I had no clue was so endlessly annoying. And the Panthers doing what they did, ending Boston, the greatest team in the history of the NHL in the regular season, ending them in Boston. I mean, South Florida owns Boston. That arena, that TD Garden arena, is owned by South Florida teams. That thing will never be the same. That's Teddy Dolo Garden. That's uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Just name it Teddy Dolo Garden after our good friend Theo Dorsey yeah. right here. Okay, and then you've got the you've got the FAU run where the buzzer beater against Memphis, 
into going to the Sweet 16. Two wins, count them, two at Madison Square Garden over a Tennessee team that bullied Duke the game before and then beating Kansas State and the darling of the tournament, Marquise Noel, and winning the East Regional at Madison Square Garden to go to the Final Four, one of the most improbable Final Four journeys in the history of the sport. That's good stuff right there. I mean, I could give you two hours of a dissertation on my favorite moments from that run, being inside that locker room, being around that team. Teddy, he was there. Theo was there. In the mix from Columbus through through Houston. And then Miami taking down Houston. Miami doing what it did to spoil some of the, the best, the, the, the highest rated teams in the NCAA tournament finally get Jim Laranega to a Final Four at Miami. That crew... That team, I, all of those memories, I don't know if it would be superseded by, say, we're preparing for a Biscayne Boulevard heat parade right now. But that meant that FAU lost to Memphis. That meant that Miami got bounced in the round of 32. That meant that the Panthers were beaten in five yeah. by the Bruins. I might take this, the way things actually turned out, over having a championship parade. And you can call me a loser. You can say that I'm just trying to, to compensate for the disappointment of the Stanley Cup final and the NBA finals and the Final Four. But I'm telling you, there are so many more stories. We're going to remember so much more the way things actually turned out than the way things hypothetically with a championship could have turned out. I kind of prefer it this way. Mm. I kind of prefer it this way. I, I, I do want to ask. We're talking Heat, Panthers, FAU, Miami Hurricanes basketball. Okay? Heat in the NBA Finals lost in five. Panthers Stanley Cup Final lost in five, including 9-3 in the deciding game. FAU losing to the buzzer Final Four. Miami losing to UConn eventual champion in the Final Four. To you, this is to you, the better outcome what happened, or one of those teams won a title, but the other three went out early. This is based off of when I had fleeting internet in Puerto Rico during my trip. I was able to, because uh, God bless the USA. Let's go. God bless the USA back on American soil. That's right, some of you. Puerto Rico is American soil. Surprise! <laughs> uh, I, I saw a Barry Jackson tweet from the Miami Herald. Okay, He tweeted... If you care fairly equally about the Heat Panthers Canes, would you prefer exactly what happened or seems to be happening? Series weren't over yet. All going far in the past four months, but none winning a championship or one winning a title and the other two exiting early. This topic interests me for reasons that are unclear to me. I think it is an interesting topic. So this is an original Ken Levick idea. Of course. I'm piggybacking off of Barry Jackson, but I'm including FAU in this as well. Yeah. Heat Panthers FAU Miami. To you, what's the better outcome? What actually happened? They make deep runs, but none of them win a championship. Or one of those teams won a championship, but the other three went out early. I say I am actually more content with the four great stories, deep runs, than I would be if everybody else flamed out and one team won a championship. What do you say? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776 and at KLV1063. Now, Theo, you're not a loser. You play to win. I play to win. I like 
stories, though. I like memories. A heat championship would be awesome. It would be great to hang it over people's heads. Panthers, Stanley Cup final, standing in front of Forever 21 while uh, Nick Cousins is carrying the, uh, the, the trophy past me, while Matthew Kachuk in a wheelchair, presumably, is being rolled by me as I stand in Sawgrass Mills. That would be awesome, right? But I have so many memories from all four of these that you wouldn't necessarily have if it didn't turn out the way it did. What would you prefer in this hypothetical? I, I don't think it even takes much thinking for me. I would rather a championship. I would rather a championship instantly um, than any of any of the other alternatives. I understand what you're saying that the journey is what's great as a fan, what's great as even a sports journalist to go through and watch all of these incredible feats and get these stories that unravel. I mean, the FAU run to to think of the juxtaposition of saying yes, the Heat get to hang another banner, but we lose that FAU run. It hurts, but still. I think at the end of the day, especially as a fan, the championship and reflecting on that season 10 years from now, knowing that you came out on top, to me still trumps having four great runs that ended too soon. Because they still ended too soon. Right. You still can have memories and moments with these teams that end in the first round of the playoffs. That end, you know, we still, the FAU run still would have been magical. 30 wins, um, they still would have had. If FAU goes out in the first round against Memphis. Right? It's not as fun. Which was which was a second from happening. It's not as fun. Yeah. And if Miami loses to if Miami loses to I don't even remember the opening round. Houston. Yeah. Like that was the No, 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 no. San Diego State beat Houston. It was Miami Alabama. It was Alabama. Yeah. It was Miami beating Alabama. Exactly. If Miami goes out to Alabama, um, the gun toting boys from Tuscaloosa, yeah. Yeah. right? And it's not as memorable because, especially with college basketball, so many people don't watch until the NCAA tournament. It just gets lost into the periphery. Those are, but you're naming the two that would have been the most magical to see happen, right? Because you're naming the two that the sport matters more to the rest of the nation, and both schools don't have a championship. And that would have been, but, but that's why those you, two are the, the worst to lose. You could argue that Jimmy Butler dragging the Heat to a championship as an eight seed, or Matthew Kachuk dragging the Panthers to a Stanley Cup final, a Stanley Cup championship as an eight seed, to the mainstream is just as magical as anything no. FAU did. We got not, four, not a Stanley Cup final. We got four concurrent, nearly concurrent, magical Cinderella runs. They yeah. didn't culminate in a championship, but you had four, not one, not two, not three, but four. Cinderella runs. That's the thing, too. Is it's not like the Heat were dominant. It's not like the Panthers were dominant. FAU was the most dominant team of any of these that we're discussing right now, but nobody paid attention to them because it's FAU because right, they had never done anything like that before and they didn't play in a major conference. I, I just prefer having the four stories, the Cinderella, the I can't believe this happened, my God, we were so caught up in this, this is amazing. Then I, I've, I've been around a Heat championship. I've been to a heat parade. I know how it goes. Know how it feels. It's all good. But it's so unprecedented, no matter what market or city you're in, to have all four of those teams in a three-month time span do what they did. I, I realize it sounds a little bit loserish, but for me and my feels and my vibes and my memories and all of that stuff, this was more memorable to me. I can understand that. Again, and I'm not even saying it's loserish, and I also agree with you that 
you're going to get more people that enjoy the ride if you have those four teams, right? But even if I was a Spurs, and I don't care about the Panthers as much as I care about the Heat. I care about FAU much more than I care about the Miami Hurricanes, though I'm a diehard Miami Hurricanes fan. It's just selfishly because we cover FAU on a day-to-day mm. basis, and those guys are, are – what? Nothing. What about the Miami Stone, like- – Stone's questioning your uh, Canes love. I'm a huge That's Canes fan. That's what's happening right there. Continue. I can't be a Canes fan now. My my Canes love is being questioned. I, I just thought Die Hard was a little. Uh, I've been I've been rooting oh. and crying. I mean, more football side, but yeah, basketball side. It doesn't matter. You as just much. got back from beautiful Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. you have <laughs> time away for, uh, with your your beautiful fiance. Don't let this guy. Yeah, he's trying to be a prick right let, now. <laughs> pricking at my back. Don't like. Don't let this guy ruin your triumphant return. Continues. Yeah. Okay. I cried when Chris Gamble drew that flag in the Fiesta Bowl. I cried that day. I'll never forget that. Real tears. Real tears. Real tears. I, I never played with those Legos again. I used to play with these orange and green Legos every Miami Hurricane uh-huh. game. But this guy says I'm not a diehard. Yeah. Do you have any Legos, Stone? Uh, I mean, I did back when I was eight years old. Yeah, and I was eight years old when I cried. So As, as far yeah. as right now, no, I, I, idiot. I, I don't possess any this guy. Also, too. Put which, this guy back on vacation. Heat Panthers, FAU, Miami, which one of those teams would you, if, if, you, if one of them won a title and the other three flamed out early in their postseason runs, which one of those would you prefer to hoist that trophy? I mean, mine's easy. FAU all the way. Yeah, and and there's no doubt FAU went out the most gut wrenching of anybody oh. Oh, by far. I mean, FAU was better than San Diego State. They were better than San Diego State. They were the better team, and they went out in a buzzer beater. Everybody else went out sad. Yeah, I think the criteria- everybody else. Went everybody out else sad. got pummeled. Like, that's the thing. Like FAU, I, like I, to me, like I would have hated. I, there, there's a badge of honor that FAU had. They were there. They were into Monday night. They had one foot into Monday night. But also just my sanity, it almost would have been easier for them to get blown out. Yeah. Because uh, 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 not only sad, all the other teams, they went out historically sad. If you're rattling off those four teams and the criteria then becomes, you know, which one's going to be the most memorable. I think it is FAU. FAU. I the think least one, memorable is the Hurricanes, is, right? I don't know. I think it is. The yeah, Florida probably. Panthers would have been an eight seed that went from down three one to the and Boston think about Bruins. It, like you're talking about a Stanley Cup, like the vision of right. the, the visual of the Stanley Cup rolling by the alligator signs to Sawgrass Mills, yeah. like that. That's like etched in time. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that would have been the only the second time an eight seed made it to the finals. I think it would have been yeah. the only time they won only one. Time. So memorable. Yeah, that one's everlasting. Yeah. And they beat the best regular season team of all time on the way while down three yeah. one. They have uh, so much more to their journey. Plus, it was just so. Unexpected. So, but let the record show. Diehard Canes fan is now. <laughs> yeah. he's not going to put the Canes it's the as least the impressive. most satisfying. Right. It will be the least impressive hmm. of all four. Which one would they make a documentary about first? If you are a documentary maker, a historian, if you want to put something out that would do numbers on Netflix, which it wouldn't in, be in that order. Canes run. It wouldn't the be Canes that run. Would be the last one. Yeah, you would go probably FAU. And then maybe probably Miami Heat, honestly. Yeah. And then the Florida Panthers. And then a distant probably. fourth will be the Miami Hurricanes. Interestingly enough, I think all four of them have a case for a good documentary. They would be good. You're right. But the Hurricanes one would be the least. Well, but but the Canes documentary would have to feature that billionaire so much dope John Ruiz yeah. so much in the documentary. Right. It would, it would be all discussion about that. It would be and way less money focused. Isaiah Wong's preseason holdout. Yeah. In college basketball. <laughs> uh, come on, man. It'll be way less focused on the run, more focused on how they uh-huh. got their team assembled, which uh-huh. would be a little boring. Can I, st- I stand in solidarity with you. I-, I-, I do think that I would choose the ride more so than I would one of these teams hoisting that final championship trophy. Like, we force teams to respect us. We force the nation to watch us. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all on the map. Offseason is going to be a lot more fun 
in every league yeah, that we get the, the chatter. All all things like yeah. Coming off of this, you feel like any four of those teams next year could make another deep run or win a championship. I mean, FAU brought everybody back. The Canes, they've got the vast majority of their power players back. And John Ruiz, I think, if he's not bankrupt, is is looking to throw more money out. Uh, the Panthers, you have a lot to build off of. You have a certifiable star. The Panthers, Matthew Kachuk is now a household name in South Florida. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got the Heat, who, and we'll get to it, I, I suppose Dame is still maybe more of a possibility than he's Dame ever time. been to, to join up with Jimmy and presumably with Bam. I just, I've never had more fun as a sports fan since I came down here than having those four stories within a three-month span of one another. Yeah. Now, maybe part of it is I was, I mean, I, on the inside of one of them. Like, that That probably helps a little bit, right? Um, and everybody knows, as the play-by-play voice of FAU, I am inexplicably biased towards them, right? But to have all four of them, even though they, they came up short, I enjoyed this so much more than if it was a bunch of first-round exits and then one team winning a championship. But that can only bring you so far. If that was an FAU championship, would you still be singing the same tune? <laughs> That's a good one. Because he wouldn't. He wouldn't. Be honest. If that was an FAU cha- if you had to, because you also have some personal no, interest in this. it's about the journey. It's about the journey. No, okay. If you called, Iron sharpens iron. Imagine, imagine that, talking that about call. Now. Imagine that call at NRG Stadium. I mean, I would kill it. I'm just saying if you had that, because you have personal interest in this as well. You have, out of everybody that's talking about this, beyond maybe just beyond anybody hey, that's I, FAU If I had alum, that final call of FAU winning the national championship, I would say later, suckers, I'd be off to the NBA, just it, so you know. I know, I know, but also, you know what you wouldn't be caring about? How well the Heat do in the playoffs coming up? Right. How well the Stanley well, Cup final goes? I would care goes. about it because I'm also invested damn. in making Boston and New York fans feel like crap. You're right, but they wouldn't have had to lose to Boston or New York fans. The Heat could have lost to the Bucks. The Panthers could have lost to the Bruins. I guess it's such a good question, Theo. Because <laughs> one, I don't think he knows how to answer it. I think <laughs> yeah, he can't. He it, can't it, answer it. it. Was <laughs> the indicator that silence that I had? Maybe, just maybe. For, for the audience out there, in real, t- in real time, he's looking left. He's looking right. He's I know. Looking up, down. I know. He doesn't I'm like, know. Is somebody help me. Why <laughs> what to say? It's a, it's a great question, though. I, I think publicly. He doesn't know how to answer it, but I do think behind closed doors he'll stick to his guns. I, I think, though, the journey <laughs> I think the journey was worth it. Yeah, That's Cap. Uh, he would take that FAU championship. <laughs> because here's the thing, too. The problem is with this question is we don't care equally about all four. It's impossible to care equally about all four. Even I if think you're, some people might. No, no, no. Nobody cares equally. Yeah, Stone might. I think I might. Stone doesn't have a tie to FAU. Stone doesn't. Like, he's a Canes fan, but he's much more but a Canes football fan you, than a Canes basketball Stone, fan. Stone, you're also like damn near best friends with a guy who would have been able to call the... You have more of a vested interest in FAU winning a national championship than you would if you weren't as tied to ESPN West Palm and Ken Levicka. Like, you care about the... Owls more. It's a strong point, but I think our day job at the end of the day is to cover these teams, and I, I think you, you try to. It was much better for business, I'll so tell you, you that. So you, you like s- them all four equally, you think? I, I, I honestly do. I think you slice the cake evenly. I think everybody gets a piece of the pie. Wow. I, I don't That's think impressive, that though. because Ken's tied F at you that I'm supposed to hop on that bandwagon. Yeah. And Heat, because so a Panthers championship would have meant just as much as a Heat championship to you? I, I'm going to say this confidently, absolutely. What about a Hurricanes championship? I don't think you would have cared about that. It's it's no different than a Panthers 
championships. Oh, no different than the Miami know. Heat championship. You, you believe this, Ken? Uh, I, I think he doesn't have an allegiance outside of individual players, so I do buy this. Aaron Rodgers, LeBron, if they were involved in this, their championship yeah. would weigh more, but because he's an annoying Gen Z fan and he doesn't latch himself to teams, uh, he's not tribal like I was raised to be as a sports fan, as you like yeah. to be as a sports fan. He's the annoying version of a sports fan. I actually buy <laughs> well, it. For, in, this, in this circumstance, it actually works. The Miami Hurricanes, he's not, you weren't, who, what player on that team were you tied to? I'm a huge Isaiah Wong guy. <laughs> huge Isaiah Wong guy. No, uh, you're not. By the way, and my wife, just, my wife beat Theo's hypothetical to it. By, or Theo beat uh, my wife beat Theo's hypothetical okay. to this uh, by about eight minutes. This text, you're lying. If FAU won the championship, you probably would have forgone the other three deep runs. So my wife uh, listening uh, at C- home. Case closed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Heat Panthers FAU Miami. For you, you, Heat Panthers, FAU, or Miami, the better outcome, what actually happened, or one of those teams won a title, the other three went out early. I, I, I suppose, unless it was FAU, I much better like the four deep runs in a three-month span because I'll always remember this spring. Always, 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 always remember this spring um, as a collective as opposed to just one team making a run. What about you? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Let's start on the phones. We have a bunch of social media as well. Bobby in Boca getting us rolling here on a Tuesday on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Bobby? What's up, guys? How's it going, man? Good, man. That's good. Now, it's, for me, for the, for the fan that's not attached to any of the teams, but because I lived here for so long, it's the ride for sure. Yeah, I mean, I got to see the Celtics. I got to see the Bucks get beat, the Celtics get beat, Knicks get beat. Then I got to see the Bruins get beat. I mean, you can't. <laughs> the number of games, the number of games that I saw that, that were meaningful, even though I'm not attached directly to, it's not even close. I mean, Bobby, there are we we were inundated with so much postseason basketball and hockey in a three month span down here that there are many cities, many markets that won't even get that amount of postseason play for their fans in a decade. No way. And we did it in a three-month span. We were getting games on TV every night for a while. It was a bit wild. Exactly. And and not just like regional TV, but we're talking like big boy national National audiences. The the real deal stuff. Bobby, appreciate the call. There is no doubt. And this is from an ES... And I'm not saying this because... It's from an ESPN West Palm perspective. But for business, this was a great, great, great three-month span for ESPN West Palm. Oh, yeah, for sure. You just had to show up to work. Much better than if the Heat made an individual uh, championship run. We've been there, done that. Yeah. Panthers made it. That would have been probably the worst-case scenario. The Panthers (laughs) making, uh, and, and we love them. But if they were the only ones, it would have been It tough. is much harder to market the Panthers and say, hey, partners, jump on for these special fun shows and these segments. Uh, a little more difficult to sell that than the Heat, okay? Uh, more difficult to sell that than FAU, okay? Probably on par with trying to sell Miami basketball, right? But but it was, it was, it was good. It was good for business. But I'm not saying it because of that. I'm telling you, from the 56-point game, and I still go down a YouTube wormhole of watching highlights from that Jimmy 56-point game mm. in Game 4 against the Bucs. Stone was there. Yeah. To, I mean, for me, any countless FAU memory, both on the floor and off. Kane's basketball slaying Alabama and Coach L getting a chance to go to Houston. To 
uh, to, the to, to the Panthers, undefeated in overtime, winning in Toronto, winning in Boston and that series. Matthew could chuck the last second game-winning goal to win the Eastern Conference. Like all those things, I would rather have all those than I think one individual, one individual team win a championship and everybody else win out early. Heat, Panthers, FAU, Miami, the better outcome for you. What actually happened? Or one of those teams winning a championship, but the other three went out early. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. Uh, and I think we're all in agreement, right, that, that FAU probably is the most satisfying of, uh, of all those teams to win a championship, at least in this room. Like, that, that's that would be the Heat would be super satisfying, but we've been there, done that. Yeah, Panthers would be super cool. Canes basketball, great thing for that school uh, and that fan base. But like FAU, the improbability of that it's and how one. close they actually came—that's number one. That's number one. That's definitely number one. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain. Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. That's Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So uh, I... uh, I, I want to mention this because I, I got cut off by uh, by a commercial as we went into this break. Uh, Pat Riley speaks with the media today. Pat Riley has his State of the Heat address today where I don't think we're going to find out an awful lot about Bradley Beal because he can't legally talk about it. We're not going to find out a lot about Damian Lillard because he can't legally talk about it, but maybe get a sense of what the Heat offseason approach is. I, I this is This is God's honest truth. And I feel silly for it, but I have felt anger towards Pat Riley with Bradley Beal going to Phoenix as opposed to going to the Heat. That seemed like a slam dunk going to happen. Uh. I, I've I felt silly for being angry at the Heat front office because I should just I should just blindly follow them. They came one inch away from being in the NBA Finals three out of four seasons, right? But that one hurt because you know what's missing. You know what the what what what's needed on this roster. Bradley Beal could have certainly helped that. Bradley Beal's been linked with the Heat forever, and then he just goes off to the Suns. I understand based on that contract why they didn't get him, but now you damn well better be in on Dame, or else it's you a disappointing to. offseason. You got to get Dame, and and we've been through this song and dance with with Damian Lillard every single offseason for the last five. We've seen this movie before. Uh, I don't want to be here. Oh, they're not winning enough. Oh, but I love them. 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 I'm going to stay. I love you. I, it just, it, it never takes that next step into finally separating. Yeah. So I don't see why this time is any different, uh, but we'll, 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 we'll focus on the heat in, in just a second. Uh, I am being called out all over the place across the board. My wife, 
you, Theo, calling me out. Uh, we, we've, we've been discussing the hypothetical. Now that we're, we're past the spring of South Florida, and it seems like the, the, the Marlins are trying to make it a spring summer Hello. of South Florida, but I'm not ready to go in-depth on the Marlins yet. I didn't even, I totally forgot Luis Arias was on the Marlins until like three weeks ago, and he's hitting 400 right now. Okay. Man, I, I try to get ahead of, the, ahead of it. I texted you on Saturday. Hey, we doing anything with the Marlins? Like, what's the angle yeah. here? And, and, and I said, talk down. to me at the All Star break. Yeah. Because oh, what am I going to say right now about the Marlins? Damn oh, right. that pitching staff that nobody knows about other than uh, Sandy Alcantara, who's terrible. Uh, wow. What a, what a staff. Uh, Luis Arias. I didn't remember he was on the team a month ago, and I barely remember his time from the Twins, even though he won a batting title. What a talent. Like, yeah. I don't know. I can't bring anything to the table <laughs> on that. Like, good. I'm glad they're winning. But also, I would argue. Uh, we as South Florida fans don't don't owe that franchise anything. We don't owe that franchise anything because they haven't given anything to us. So show me a little bit more than a hot June. Yeah. Okay? Show me a little more than a, a hot June before I start coming up with topic A angles for you here on ESPN 106.3. Is that fair, Stone? I mean, it's super fair. Okay. Uh, but Heat, Panthers, FAU, Miami. Heat, Panthers, FAU, Miami. The better outcome for you, what actually happened, deep runs, no championship, or one of those teams winning a championship and the other three went out early. Which one would you prefer? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776 on Twitter, at KLV1063. My wife called me out saying, because I've been, I've been talking about how I love the fact all four of these happen. I would keep it this way. Many more memories, many more stories. Uh, uh, three straight months of fun and being able to poke at other fan bases and all that. But you said, well, what if it was FAU hosting Man. the trophy? Fair. My wife actually beat you, too, and I didn't see her message uh, until I looked down at my phone. Uh, and then there's, there's Man, Aaron. We, we might still be in Houston yeah. if FAU won that championship. Yeah, yeah. We might, just to come we might home. still be there. Uh, Aaron, Ken, how can you say an FAU national championship wouldn't be better than Heat and Panthers making last round? I would much rather have the FAU championship with the Heat and Panthers not even making the playoffs. I'm with so them. I'm just getting called out all over the place right now. Uh, let's go back to the phones. John and Jensen here with us on Ken LeVick Alive. Hey, John. How we doing, guys? All right, so I want to take a different angle on this, right? So fandom, right? People typically pick up their fandom from, like, their parents. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's almost like trait right to some degree and the the wave of people that came to florida from the northeast in like the late 80s early 90s that's like my generation yeah their kids are now in that that sweet spot where they're trying to like figure out what they are as fans this spring solidified that generation uh-huh. as south fans that's because a great my, point. like i mean you when you have every night it's the heat the next night, it's the Panthers, and they're knocking off the Knicks, the Bruins, the Maple Leafs. Like it's, it was, it solidified a future fan base for South Florida teams, and I think the Marlins are riding some of that momentum in the place. It was, it was starting to pick up energy last night. If you watched it, yeah. I think you're going to start seeing fans show up a little bit. Um, it, it's, it, this was an amazing time for South Florida sports teams. John, I think that's a great point. If anything, if anything, and forget your personal preference for a second, if anything, John's spot on that this maybe was the most important three-month span in the history of South Florida sports. Uh, with, with, uh, with FAU suddenly mm. 
obtaining a fan base, right? They're sold out all of next season. FAU basketball is sold out. I never thought I'd see the day where I saw two sellouts in a season. And the only time I'd ever seen sellouts for FAU basketball in a 3,000-seat arena before this year, and I've been with that program for 17 years, was when Miami came to town, came to Boca, or FIU came in for a rivalry game, or a random national televised game in 2011 because FAU was leading uh, the Sun Belt, and they had a contract, ESPN did, with the Sun Belt for their first-place team in the month of January to get a nationally televised game on a Saturday. Those were the only times I saw three sellouts at that arena in 17 years. Three. Three. Now, every game is sold out, and it's going to be sold out. And the entire team that went to the Final Four is coming back. Like, they actually have a fan base now. Uh the Heat, it's it's less important to them because being deep in a postseason is just sort of par for the course for the Heat, right? But yeah. the Panthers, the Panthers have locked in an entire generation of fans now. Like, that's unbelievably important. College basketball as a whole, forget just isolating FAU. FAU and Miami have made this now an area that cares about college basketball which has not been the case in the nearly two decades I've been down here. It has been a fleeting thought, not a care in the world. Even with the Canes being good, it's just sort of, okay, well, that happened. Uh, On the football training cap in two months, right? So this is wildly important, wildly important from that standpoint. It's important, but still a championship would trump that. And, And the reason I still feel that way is because the almost wins and the almost like still at the end of the day when we reflect on these runs they didn't end the way that we wanted them to whereas like the joy that we would have and have forever and the bragging rights we would have and have forever if one of these teams brought back a trophy that we could always look back to like you think about the 90s in the NFL who do you think is more fond of the 90s Bills fans who lost four Super Bowls or the Green Bay Packers fans who won one like they think back to that 98 or uh, 97 team with Brett Favre with fond memories. They can tell you all kinds of things about that run. They don't care about all the times the Packers came up short in the playoffs in the 90s. That championship made it all worthwhile. I still think it's recency bias right now. Number one, even with the what you saying the past three months has been the biggest thing for South Florida sports in the history of South Florida sports, it's still recency bias because I think the biggest thing still in South Florida sports happened on one day And that was the decision. Like, LeBron James coming to South Florida was still the biggest moment in South Florida sports, three-month span or not. Like, that's still the most incredible thing that's happened. And on top of that, it brought championships to kind of solidify that. I still feel like a championship will feel better than the four runs to combine. I I think the one argument to that, and I love the analogy with Bills fans, but I think Bills fans are so bullish now and trying to win a Super Bowl because of the football that was played and the shortcomings in the 90s. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what John's talking about. Yeah, John is on point. The Bills fan base and Bills, you know, Bills Mafia, we would, we say across the NFL, that's the best fan base, right? Like, yeah. That's the number one fan base. They're the most well, likable always, and the most passionate. Well, they're not the most likable. They're wildly annoying, first well, of all. Well, are they as annoying? as they, Think about all of the, the, the high-end fan bases. You think about, like, the, the teams that go net, Steelers, Cowboys, mm-hmm. Packers, like, of all of them, maybe the Packers are most likable, but the Bills Mafia is a pretty they've got a really good Q rate. It's it's easy though, it's easy though to to be hardcore and loyal when the city you originate from has two professional teams and the other one is completely nondescript and doesn't matter. 
I get it. Uh, name name the other professional team in Buffalo. Stone. It's, stop it! It's the Sabers. Okay, all right. But what I'm saying is, I <laughs> think the, 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 the Sabers are so irrelevant, though. I think people forget they exist. At, like, at that's times. why. It, but when you're the only game in town, which the Bills basically are, help. it's that easy to be loyal. And but, but then you're it, even doubling down on my point. The four runs that don't end in the championship are less rewarding than the one run that does, but, no matter what happens but, around. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is that this is that's a hardcore sports place because there's nothing left to do other than dig your out of a snow fortress or watch the bills right that's the yeah. only thing you do in buffalo down here you're constantly fighting for the attention of the sports fan this is um admittedly a very do something for me sports area because if not i got something else to do i got yeah. another allegiance in the place where i came from right but it, to impressionable people that are maybe second generation South Floridians, what happened over these past three months is massive. It and is. the first two came from the unlikeliest of places, and then the, the next two as well. The next, well, <laughs> well, the the Heat not so much. They were yes, eight from, seeds, right? But the the Heat were in the play in. They almost lost to the Bulls. But that's why that's why this is so important because the way the Heat did it was so inspiring. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the Panthers coming out of nowhere and showing, oh, yeah, this, this can be a thing. Like, that draws people in. That's what turns sons and daughters away from their parents' influence and sucks them in. What brought more Heat fans? The decision or this Heat run? Oh, it brought more Heat enemies. It brought I mean, more nationwide, Heat fans, too. Nationwide, I think that basketball fans were people able to put their biases them. aside and appreciated the Heat more because they were so caught up in hating the Heat um, but not built. Are you sure people are appreciating the heat? Like yeah. most of what I saw from people outside more of so heat than fans, the three. more so what I saw from people outside of the heat fans was, oh, every single step of the way where the heat almost lost or did lose, it was, oh, here they are. This are the true colors. Even when they dropped the three straight games to the Celtics, everybody's like, look, it's the flukiest thing ever. They should have never been up 3-0. When they lose to the Nuggets, it's like, why do we even have well, this NBA I Finals? I think that's like, from because the, the nature of the heat season, everybody expected the other shoe to drop at some point. Yeah. There were the people that uh, – but I do think that – that there were a, a wider swath of basketball fans that appreciated the um, – it, it was the complete like, opposite of the big three. The, all the criticisms that he got for the big three, this was the complete antithesis of that same uniform. Yeah, and I think to John's call, which is trumping what you're talking about, Theo, when you look at the big three team, like – you couldn't adopt that team. You just got on board with that team. Everybody had to hate them. Like yeah. down here, it was it was truly Heat fans against the world because everybody couldn't believe that they would take advantage of free agency. Oh, A lot of people God. did. But there are also Heat fan, people that became Heat fans nationwide outside of South Florida. I mean, South Florida united behind the Heat at that point, right? So that's yeah. even bigger than what it might was, have even happened this year. It was a backs against the wall type of thing. So, it, it, I mean, ESPN.com had a Heat index on their front sure. page for like I mean, five years because of that. I would argue there's a number of ESPN personalities that became We're mainstream, birthed, yeah. high profile because Sedano. of the Heat. Sedano was a perfect, and I, he would admit that. Yeah. Sedano was wildly talented, but is is he uh, uh, doing sideline for ESPN, NBA on ESPN, and uh, one of the top talkers in the LA market, if, if no. not for the Heat? I think the answer to that is probably no. And this Heat run didn't birth any of that. Like, who's going to be the George yeah, Sedano that comes out of this? I'm still working here, right? Right. <laughs> look, look, the, the ESPN radio was getting so down in the depths trying to figure out who the Heat guy was and even the Panthers guy that I was answering was Panthers questions on uh, national uh, radio. And we got to run to a break, but I will show you that, Theo, trying to answer hockey on questions on ESPN National. We, we, we ran the segment, yeah. just me and Theo on here. 
Do we? It ha- is, oh, we have it. Oh, we have it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have not heard. Oh my yes. god! All right, I can't wait. This is good. When we come back, uh, <laughs> I I did not know this was a thing. This is not planned. This was not on the show sheet. This is not on the itinerary. You were brought on as a Panthers insider. I was brought on as a Heat insider. And then I was asked Panthers questions and follow-ups, which I was yeah, not questions prepared plural, for. Like yeah. plural. Who? What host was this? This was on Freddie and Fitzsimmons. It was Freddie. It was Freddie, and also it was Q, Q Myers. Myers. Q Myers was filling in. For Who is that? Q Myers. He's a Vegas. He's a Vegas radio guy. He does a lot of uh, fill-in stuff for ESPN Radio. So messed up. And now you know why. Now you know why <laughs> he's a fill-in. Good Q lord, man. He has uh, his stuff in Vegas too. Theo Dorsey. Talking hockey. Theo Dorsey talking hockey on national radio while I was on vacation. (laughs) Did not know this existed. Can't wait for it. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Oh, man, I got a taste of Theo talking Panthers on national radio while I was gone. Folks, it's good. It's worth it's worth you sticking around to hear this. Just yeah. trust me. Yeah. Theo, um, before before this Stanley Cup run for the Panthers, had oh, you ever, no. have you ever delved into hockey at all? I've, I've covered one hockey game before the Stanley Cup final game uh, three, and that was a Bruins-Carolina Hurricanes game in the playoffs like two or three years ago. And by covered, I mean I was credentialed to go. Did you have any idea what you were watching? Uh, I knew it was hockey. Uh-huh. I knew it was some hockey being played on that on that ice, uh-huh. and I knew that puck was getting slapped around. It sure was. They were hitting the bleep out of that puck. But you know what happened, though, Ken? I was there for the very the only win that the, the Panthers got in the Stanley oh. Cup final. So like ever, ever. So um, I'm a good luck charm. That that's why he's. ESPN Radio's National Panthers Insider, apparently. <laughs> one for one. Holy crap. Eh. Uh, so so in just a second, uh, we will listen back to Theo Dorsey's uh, uh, Panthers discussion on ESPN Radio, National Radio, from last week. But before that, I want to tell you about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program has spent decades delivering students to the sports industry. Sports business is the path. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program is how you find the path and complete the journey, getting you to your dream job in sports. Internationally renowned, FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program has produced those who are agents, has produced those in the sports TV industry, executives at the pro level, collegiate higher-ups, in the sports realm, not to mention local sports. Uh, and it's all right there with the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Sign up for fall semester classes, spring semester classes, now on campus in Boca Raton or online. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. And shout out George Lindley. He is the head of the Palm Beach County Sports Commission and a proud recipient of his MBA in sport management from Florida Atlantic. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport, the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. All right, so what day was this? What day was Theo Dorsey appearing as a guest on national radio, ESPN Radio, with Freddie 
Coleman. Coleman. Freddie Coleman and Q Myers. And that guy. Um, <laughs> what day was Theo on talking South Florida sports where they then pressed him as if he was a Panthers insider? This was about an hour following game three of the NBA Finals um, where the Nuggets beat the Heat mm-hmm. at the first game back at Caseas Center. All right, game three. So yeah. this is this is post-game three Wednesday of the night, respective series. Ahead of the Thursday night game, which will be at FLA Live, where the Panthers game were about four. to play game got three. It. No, game three for the Panthers, game I Game three? Oh, God, okay. Game three, yeah. Uh, so, so Theo, in his defense, jumps on national radio thinking that this is going to be Heat-oriented. You're well-versed in the Heat. You're well-versed in the sport of basketball. Yeah, that's my thing. The problem is this deviates into Theo the being asked about the Panthers, not an insider. Doesn't really know anything about them other than Matthew Kachuk. Not well versed. Uh, and the sport of hockey, probably l- even more poorly versed yeah, yeah. as a whole about the sport than he is about the actual Panthers. I know that you don't want to get icing. That's a bad thing. Do you know you, you what icing on? is? It's when somebody's somebody hits the puck way too far, it goes behind the net, and nobody else intercedes with that puck okay. before it touches behind the net. What about offsides? Offsides, I know that one because it's soccer. It's like you go past that blue line before somebody else passes that red line. And I'm uh, sure it's a there's quite. a green line somewhere in there too. All right. But you gotta just slow down, man. Wait till that puck All gets right. brought across. <laughs> so both of those are kind of. <laughs> we'll 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 icing and offsides, we'll throw kind yeah. of uh with with Theo. And here. you can fight. Here is and you can fight. This is <laughs> this is Theo Dorsey on national radio, ESPN, the brand, and it goes from Theo's strengths to oh holy crap, oh no, they're asking Theo about hockey. What has it been like, Theo, with the kind of run not only the Miami Heat have had getting to the NBA Finals, but the Florida Panthers, even though they're down 2-0 to the Vegas Golden Knights in the Stanley Cup Finals? Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, South Florida's just the center of sports right now. Lionel Messi also, the announcement, he's coming to yeah. enter Miami. Oh, and stop uh, it right there. It, stop uh, it right there. So mix. that was good. Like, yeah. Theo right there. Beautiful Like deflection. a true professional. Divert. Because Theo also doesn't really know soccer. No, no, no. Maybe even less than hockey now. 100%. But he made sure to, because he's a pro, drop the, hey, we got Lionel Messi. Come on. Coming into Miami as well. Well, in, that's really good. In case you guys didn't hear. In case timely, you guys didn't hear. Topical. Yeah. Yeah, timely, topical, accurate. It's Come on. Perfect. It's perfect. All right, what else? Think of a stage that's been out here, and it's great for a sports reporter like me. Uh, because I get a phone call here and there from from Freddie and Q, so I get to you know chop it up with the big oh, guys. what a gratuitous <laughs> but, uh, ass kiss yeah, that was, dude! It's a little grim. Panthers fans, I, I'll tell you what, they're Blow they're down in the same. dumps right now, and I don't know how you could be because just like this Miami Heat team, the resilience they've shown. We've got two eight seeds here in South Florida, both <laughs> in the finals, both have overcome some big deficits or at least uh, some very. Uh, disappointing outcomes. Uh-huh. And remember, I mean, this is the same Panthers team that was down 3-1 to the Boston Bruins, best regular season team yeah. of all time. All right, uh, all right. stop it right there, because here's what happened. <laughs> Part of this is Theo's mistake, because he didn't have to 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 make a roundabout and turn it back into the Panthers. Mm. He could have just ended his response with, hey, it's been a great time for us, all these sports doing so well. He voluntarily brought the Panthers up again, and he also, bringing up the Bruins at that point, Theo, correct me if I'm wrong, you burned the only oh. Panthers 
factoid that you had beating the Bruins, best team in NHL history, yeah. coming back from down 3-1. You burned the only Panthers factoid you had in your initial response to how great things have been in South Florida. I figured this was a one-off. Like I figured, yo, Freddie Coleman's asked me the Panthers question. I do a little roundabout, give back to the Panthers, put a stamp on it, maybe even an exclamation uh-huh, point, an uh-huh. exclamation point with that answer, and then get out of there. The problem is, the problem is, this opened the door <laughs> for some Panthers follow-ups. See, I'll stick it with the Panthers. I mean, what are they? What has to be the strategy? I feel like in the oh, first no two games, strategy. I'm here in Las Vegas, so I've really been paying attention to what's going on. It seems like they've just tried to out-bully the Golden Knights, and it just oh, hasn't Theo's worked. done now. Well, I think oh, the pod back. We got to go back to the question. Go back to the question, and then how long it took for Theo to start talking because you can tell he's panicking. He's absolutely panicking at this point. Let's hear that. It seems back. like they've just tried to out bully the Golden Knights, and it just hasn't worked. Well, I think one thing you want to do is just not, not, and I think it was what was it, second period. Maybe don't let an avalanche of, of uh, oh, God. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that would help. And see, this is the problem that I had on Friday's show because he got the media yeah. laugh, which bailed him out because that was not funny at all. No, it wasn't. As as far as hey, I'll rewind it to talk about the avalanche of goals. I thought he was doomed, but he got the laugh. So he did. Well, that's that what that me. was. That yeah. was a media laugh. They laughed. I think it was what was it? Second period. Maybe don't let an avalanche of, of uh, pucks through the net. Yeah. Um, pucks through the net. Like, oh, my God. Theo earned there. it. No, 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 uh, go back to that again because there's a lot to unpack here. Theo dropping a pucks through the net. An avalanche of pucks An through the net. An avalanche of pucks through the net. Common hockey vernacular there from, uh, from Theo. Yeah. And then Theo, though, held in such high esteem because, boy, is he killing it talking hockey, that he, he, he earned himself a media laugh. There was a, a, a cacophony of bull bleep in this clip. Oh, yeah. Well, I think one thing you want to do is just not, not and I think it was, what was it, second period, didn't even Maybe know what had happened. Avalanche no of, idea. Uh, pucks through the pucks net. Pucks through the net. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that one oh, 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 good one, Theo. Uh, <laughs> but I, again, this is one one of those. Uh, it's fun, you know, I don't know if you want to call them like cardiac cats type teams. Oh, the, the overtime game. Now he's just talking. Through, um, all of the <laughs> big time shots by by Matthew Kachuk. Boom. There you go. They're a resilient bunch. Name another but player. Again, if you're if you're Here, down you by four or five goals it just isn't it just doesn't feel as feasible they got to keep it close <laughs> and again at home you would hope accurate the crowd energy Hagee. gets them back into it I but again you. uh there's a lot more hope on the side of the miami heat I even didn't... after tonight being down to one than there is for the florida panthers um who are now kind of facing facing maybe a sweep if they can't get things done tomorrow night dang i thought i said sergey Bobrovsky. i didn't go for it no you, neither him or carter Verhage did you drop? i didn't damn I thought I was going to drop a Bobrovsky. You I, know what? I think I did in, in the first question. I dropped the Bobrovsky right at the end. I dropped the Bobrovsky right at the end. Uh, yeah. it did, it, was we it, didn't uh, get to it. Was it, uh, they're like, oh, Theo, thanks for joining us. And before you hung up, you're just like, oh, Bobrovsky. <laughs> got to go, make sure you got a second name. <laughs> it, it helps because Bobrovsky got benched the following game. You came on the air. Boom. So, so get it out of the way, I guess. I should have got it out the way. Oh, my God. Theo, that is amazing. That is amazing. Let's pucks do that hockey, the, baby. Avalanche of pucks through the net is one of my all-time <laughs> favorite quotes in radio, period. He was People in, don't say that? He was, no, they don't. He was, in the, <laughs> he was in the car with Brian McLovin, Rowitz, and Tyree Smith, so the TV crew. So Theo yeah. has pressure on oh, him. Oh, I'm sure they're, they're laughing their ass of off yeah. right now. Yeah, they're, they're hearing all of it. I think they have some secondhand embarrassment. Um, but, yeah, you know what? We got out of there.
There are some unbelievable radio moments. There's, uh, there's the War of the Worlds. There's the Hindenburg crash. Yeah. And then there's Theo Dorsey talking hockey <laughs> on national radio. Unbelievable. Uh, when we come back, I'm not sure how I would react to what happened over the weekend at a baseball game as a father. And I have cruise observations for the aspiring traveler. He is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. That is a cruise horn. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.